Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Business Samurai Podcast, a podcast about business and pop culture with an episode that's a week late. And I apologize, I apologize, I apologize. I'll get into that in a second. My name is Ramon Cuenca, CFA. I am the creator of Business Samurai. Um, yeah, and this podcast, by the way, is also a companion podcast to the Business Samurai webcomic, which, which you should definitely check out, which I always plug in, which you will hear about at the end of this episode. All right, so um, first again, I want to apologize again for this podcast being a bit late. Uh, as all of you know, or at least uh, previous listeners know, I've been uh, traveling. Uh, I'm currently in New York. Uh, I'm starting the process of, uh, of fundraising to expand Business Samurai. What am I going to expand into? You'll just have to wait and see, uh, assuming that things work out, work out for me, hopefully, uh, in the fundraising part. Um, so fingers crossed on that. A lot of hard work and a little a little luck, um, but yeah, I mean, last week was really insane for me. Uh, basically, um, and I apologize if I'm speaking a bit uh, quietly because uh, I'm recording this at a early morning and uh, people are still sleeping. Um, but basically, last week uh, I met with a bunch of people who are interested in what I'm doing and what my mission is, which is to basically uh, combine business. Uh, business and financial, basically money education with uh, pop culture. And uh, how I'm going to expand it, uh, you'll have to wait and see. But people are interested. In, uh, um, yeah. Um, if you like what I'm doing, please, uh, you can support and we'll talk about that later on. But yeah, so uh, the signs are very encouraging. I'm very excited. Uh, but again, like, you know, the thing about networking is that it takes your time. And it's networking in and of itself, even though it's very helpful, it's also very tiring and time consuming. So you want to be as efficient with it as possible. Uh, but yeah, still, I mean, regardless, like, obviously I, I'm juggling between the podcast and the comic right now, and, uh, um, since the comic is the main product, I sort of focus on that, so that's why I, uh, spent more time, um, uh, getting that out on time, but the podcast is also important, so, uh, here I am, and again, apologies for being a week late, but it is what it is, um, by the way, uh, I did notice a lot of you really liked my last episode uh, two weeks ago on uh, on uh, actual samurai economic reformists of the Meiji uh, Restoration era, era. So it's not just uh, NFTs that uh, all of you listeners are interested in. So that's interesting. Um, so um, maybe I should continue more of that and uh, just try and, you know, and besides, NFT, the kind of buzz is kind of dying down. I mean, I'm still going to talk about it every now and then, but... It's, uh, you know, with these podcasts, you always want to have hot takes on the news. So um, it's, uh, you know, just kind of play, play it and see. So, yeah, uh, going forward, I mean, I'm still keeping this to once a week as I'm still traveling rather than, rather than the uh, twice a week schedule I used to have. Uh, but I'll just, you know, talk about anything that's relevant and just see what you guys like. So not every episode is going to be an NFT uh, episode anymore. But again, if there's any news on the NFT space, I will talk about it. Okay, so today I want to talk about crypto in general, and uh, I, kind of, I kind of hinted at this last episode, but I wanted to talk about uh, Bill Maher. He had a really good uh, uh, takedown on crypto, um, but also uh, Elon Musk, uh, surprise, surprise. I mean, he's been all over the news for the past couple of weeks. Um, um, and it's interesting because there's, there's sort of a, it's sort of what one is saying kind of is kind of influenced the other. So people are even speculating that what you know Bill Maher's criticisms of crypto influenced uh, 
uh, Elon Musk's decisions that came out in the press recently. Um, because it, it maybe it's just coincidence, but uh, Bill Maher came out with a monologue that was criticizing uh, crypto, and then maybe a week or two later, um, Elon Musk showed up on the on the U.S. variety show Saturday Night Live and said, you know, crypto or Bitcoin was a hustle, and um, and he, um, and he uh, let's see what else did he do? He. Admitted that. Oh, it's all sorry. Excuse me. I also revealed that Tesla will no will no no, no excuse me. Tesla will no longer accept Bitcoin for purchases of electric cars. So we'll get into that. So I wonder if I wonder how much what influenced the other because it, it's interesting because I was planning to do an episode on Bill Maher when that when his uh, monologue monologue came out, but um, it's interesting that this sort of news that happened with Elon Musk happened. So, all right, let's get into the details. Uh, so I'll start with Bill Maher. So for those of you who don't know, and for those of you living outside the U.S., Bill Maher is a comedian. Uh, he's hosted a, a late night uh, uh, talk show. It's, it's a talk show. I guess, I guess you could call it like a talk show, but like I use the word very loosely. It's very it's sort of comedy mixed with talk show. Um, I mean, currently, I mean, he's, been, he's been hosting it for a while, for like a like 20 years at this point or since the 90s even i mean the current iteration is called uh i think it's called real talk with bill maher but anyways you can you can look him up on um you can look up his channel on youtube so just type in bill maher you'll see the official channel which airs on hbo and they always have clips there and then he always has a monologue uh he always has, has a section called new rules and um he has interviews with uh guests uh you know who, come, who are from uh, across the political spectrum um so it's interesting, and you know, a lot, of his, a lot of his videos get over a million views, so it's worth looking into. Um, I would characterize Bill Maher as like a, I mean, politically, it's like in terms of U.S. politics, he's uh, he is a, a liberal, but like sort of like an older liberal, like from the earlier generation, like a, a, a Gen X maybe liberal, or what do you call it? I guess maybe a boomer, boomer slash Gen X liberal. Uh, so he's kind of like, sometimes he comes across as being like, a, you know, I mean, depending on how you feel about him, some people could could view him as being like a, you know, grouchy old man because the, the current liberals are way more like to the left than he is, or at least a lot of them are. So he, t- he tends to trash them a lot um, or take them to task. So it's interesting to, you know, you can take a look and see what, how you feel about him. But he recently, I think two or three weeks ago, he did a, he did a monologue about crypto. Uh, you can look at the, the YouTube video is called uh, New Rule Cryptomania. Um, and uh, I'll just, uh, I mean, please do watch it. It's a really entertaining monologue and it's very insightful. Uh, it's a very entertaining uh, takedown of criticism about cryptocurrencies, you know, Bitcoin, even NFTs, etc., etc. Um, but he's got a, he's got a, um, a he's, he's got a list of, uh, of criticisms against crypto, which I will, you know, summarize right now. Uh, the first is that crypto isn't real. So he's, he was um, he was uh, talking about how you know c- comparing crypto to like an like you know Apple's iPhone. At least with the iPhone, you're producing something of, of you know a product or a service of, of of value that helps people. But crypto is just it's just spec it's just money speculating on money or a currency a, a digital currency as it were. Um, he also talked up, he also brought up the fact that, um, there were some really, um, influential critics of, uh, Bitcoin, uh, Warren Buffett, the famous, one of the most successful investors in the world. If you haven't heard of him, 
uh, he basically says that uh, Buffett himself says that uh, cryptocurrencies basically have no value and they don't produce anything. Another famous guy that uh, that Bill Maher brought up was uh, Nassim Taleb. So he's a famous trader. He was, he, I mean, he, he got really famous during the the previous financial, uh, excuse me, the the previous global crisis on the the financial crisis of two thousand eight, two thousand nine, or the uh, the global financial crisis. And he was talking about how crypto is basically an open Ponzi scheme. So Maher talked about how uh, imagine like um, cryptocurrency. Imagine. Uh, having an imaginary best friend that's also a banker. So I thought that was funny. Um, and he, he talked about, there was sort of a an, an, uh, comparison or, uh, with, the, um, with the 2009 economic crash, again, the global financial crisis, about how it was based on a virtual market. So in uh, 2009, 2008, uh, or leading up to that, there was a, there was a virtual market of people just uh, creating derivatives, basically, uh, financial instruments based on the worth of the U.S. housing market, for example. But when the landlord called in, you know, the the bill is always real when the, when the landlord calls in, as uh, as Bill Maher puts it. So that was sort of, in a few afterwards, the the cause of the uh, global financial crisis. So, again, it's sort of like a virtual world or a virtual market. So he's saying that it's sort of a similar thing. It's sort of a similar thing with Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies in general. Um you know, uh, this this is to quote Mar. People who have been raised in a virtual world are starting to believe they can live in it. So basically, you know, do anything in the virtual world, even including uh, speculate, uh, quote unquote, invest. Right. Um, so virtual wealth with no product made or service rendered. Right. Um, so that's one criti- major criticism. Another one is the electricity being used to generate Bitcoin. So there's mining. I'm not going to get into Bitcoin mining or, or mining for cryptocurrencies. You can look it up online. Uh, but basically, there's a lot of electricity being used to create uh, Bitcoin by, by mining it. Um, uh, apparently, mining, uh, the, the, electric- the amount of like, electricity used to mine is the same as all electricity to use to light up New York State. Not just New York City, but New York State. Uh, and according to Bill Gates, uh, Bitcoin uses more electricity per transaction than any other method known to mankind. So they, they, those are, you know, that's eyebrow raising when you put it in those terms. Uh, so one Apparently one Bitcoin, um, mining for one Bitcoin uses more energy than a million visa transactions. Uh, it's sort of mining has the same, I mean, I forgot the exact units of what, I, I don't have that in my notes, but apparently mining, um, I don't have the units here, but basically uh, mining has the same carbon footprint as 85,000 hours of watching YouTube. Uh, Bitcoin uses more energy than Netflix, Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, and Google combined, right? And again, uh, Bill Maher talks about it as, as a beanie baby, uh, excuse me, a beanie baby that runs on coal. Um so yeah, so and then he talks about how you know Tesla tying this in with Elon Musk. Tesla, uh, which is Elon Musk's company that produces electric cars, uh, they accept Bitcoin. So they they're all they're sort of he points out this hypocrisy about how uh, Tesla is trying to save the planet with electric cars, but also destroying it with play money. So and again here, um, sort of a uh, Mar, you know, grouchy, grouchy old liberal calling out the young generation. Um, we're seeing that, uh, um, you know, all these people who are supposedly hip and progressive also are into bit, uh, cryptocurrencies, which is, uh, 
it's sort of hypocritical in that sense because you're all they're supposedly pro-environment, but uh, you know, crypto obviously, as I've stated before, you know, damages the environment in a, in a significant way. And this is scary too. He actually mentions how uh, uh, the the nature the, the the academic journal Nature talks about how Bitcoin emissions alone could push global warming uh, up to two degrees celsius so that's that's significant and that's that's worrying and you don't hear about this in the news i, I didn't know about that that's pretty scary to me so um he's talking about how he ends his monologue about how the green new deal their green new deal about some of these liberal progressive hypocrites involves cash so on to elon musk uh speaking of telsa on on saturday night live the other the other weekend um Saturday Night Live, for those of you who don't know, is a it's a very famous U.S. Uh, comedy show, and they always have a a, a guest uh, host the show. And uh, normally, this guest is an entertainer, but it could be someone with a you know cultural uh, sort of uh, who are who are sort of a big influencers in the U.S. culture at the moment. So uh, this past weekend, it was Elon Musk, um, and uh, he been doing one skit he called Dogecoin, which is which is a joke cryptocurrency he calls it a hustle uh so yeah um the the stock itself uh, dogecoin tanked or at least it dropped a significant amount unfortunately i don't have the numbers on me right now in my notes but it did after after musk called it a hustle um it did tumble um uh, so that was that happened. Then later on, in the, a few days later, uh, Musk tweeted another thing, uh, saying that Tesla would no longer accept Bitcoin for purchases of electric cars. So the Bitcoin tumbled, uh, following Dogecoin's tumble, Bitcoin tumbled as well. So it's interesting that with these two cryptocurrencies, sort of Musk is kind of Elon Musk, who's who'd kind of been you know pushing for them, or he'd been on the had been like pro, uh, had been supporting these currencies with his tweets and his views. Kind of did a 180, or he did do a 180, um, and it's interesting that this happened following Bill Maher's, you know, takedown on the on hypocrisy of uh, crypto cryptocurrency or progressive hypt- cryptocurrency uh, investors and uh, calling out uh, Tesla specifically. So, um, coincidence? Maybe, maybe not. I really don't know, but it's 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 interesting. Just speculating it on it. Um, um, let's see. Uh, again, but still volatile. Um, but on the other hand, Dogecoin rallied again. Uh, um, there was a rebound after Tulsa, uh, uh, C, uh, excuse me, Elon Musk did say that he was working with Dogecoin's developers to improve the transaction efficiency on the network. So who knows what's going on? Then there's, you know, this is like, I mean, this is coming fast and furious and <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, um, but basically, uh, Elon Musk keeps tweeting this and that. So then he, he talks about how Tesla has not sold any Bitcoin. Uh, so it's just sort of then in, in Bitcoin rebound. So it's, it's kind of funny because like, this is one person, one person, one person's tweet sends this, this cryptocurrency, uh, up and down Well, both Dogecoin and, uh, Bitcoin. So those are two currency cryptocurrencies, um, so, let's see. 
yeah, to, to clarify any speculation, Tesla has not sold any Bitcoin. That's what Musk tweeted on uh, uh, Monday, May 17. Um, he was responding, and this is according to a MarketWatch article I'm, read, I'm reading here. He was responding to a tweet from another user who accused him, Elon Musk, of triggering, triggering losses in, in the cryptocurrency. Because uh, there was a crypto whale who said investors would slap themselves next quarter when they find out Tesla dumped the rest of their Bitcoin holdings. Uh, uh, with the amount of e hate Elon Musk is getting, I wouldn't blame him. So Elon Musk replied, replied critically, indeed. So it went, you know, that, that sent that sent Bitcoin tumbling again. But then again, uh, Musk tweeted, uh, Tesla has not sold any Bitcoin. So it's... This is pretty nuts. I mean, you, you, I, I did a previous episode about you know investing versus speculating, and this is definitely speculating because it's not based on any fundamentals. It's just based on what Elon Musk says about you know Bitcoin, Bitcoin's price at least over the past few days. It's just based on what Elon Musk is, is tweeting. So, what are the fundamentals on that? You know, you're not at least with regular currencies. You're looking at you know as hard as it is to predict where regular currencies go at least you can still look at the fundamentals of a of a country like for the US for example you, you can look at inflation you can you can, you can look at um interest rates etc cetera, etc cetera, to at least get there's some kind of you know thought process behind it whereas here you're just looking you're just looking to twitter for your for guidance um let's see do i have anything else here um Yeah, so another article from Market Watch. So Bitcoin is melting. Uh, here is what a thirty percent drop from highs in the crypto in the crypto may say about stock market sentiment. So this is an interesting article you can look up. So this is Market Watch. Um, Bitcoin is melting, and actually, I think this post is talking about how yeah, Bitcoin prices are down twenty eight percent from a peak uh, in mid April. So there you go. Uh, and the article does talk about how supposedly. Uh, um let's see supposedly bitcoin is supposed to be an alternative asset class which means that uh one one uh characteristic of an alternative asset invest uh, investment is that uh it's uh doesn't trade the the prices of bitcoin should not trade in correlation with like traditional asset classes so it wouldn't trade theoretically it would not trade uh in correlation it would not the, the price movements of bitcoin would not correlate with uh equity markets for example stocks it shouldn't it should not correlate with a broader market uh, stock market index excuse me stock index indices like the you know the s p 500 for example which is the u.s major u.s uh, stock index but apparently it's trading with them in, in uh, it's trading in line with the equity markets so uh uh, uh, one, I guess this is a hedge fund, I'm not sure, Mod Capital, like uh, Michael Kramer said that Bitcoin's recent breakdown could signal risk appetite on Wall Street is in transition, presumably in a bearish direction. So uh, theoretically, if Bitcoin was not a, was an alternative asset class or it shouldn't trade, it shouldn't correlate with traditional um, um, asset classes, even if the, it, it would be sort of a risk haven or like um Risk haven is that the right word? But basically, if if uh, if Wall Street, for example, becomes bearish on overall on the economy or whatever, they would actually sell their stocks and put more of the money into Bitcoin. I mean, theoretically, if uh, Bitcoin was a real alternative asset class, but in the in this case, it's not. Uh, they're actually s selling equities and selling Bitcoin, for example. I mean, theoretically, if it is, 
at least based on what I'm inferring from this article. Um, yeah. Uh, so just a few more things. Uh, on, on the other, you know, to be fair, I mean, I, I, did read, I did read an article from the Financial Times about reacting to uh, Elon Musk. Uh, to be fair, uh, you know, uh, Bitcoin isn't the only big, you know, polluter in, in, the, in the digital world, in, in the tech world. Uh, some of the AI processes apparently behind uh, Google search engine uh, are quote-unquote estimated to acquire as much energy as a trans-American flight. Uh, and also to maybe one criticism against Bill Maher that some have pointed out, others have pointed out, is that, uh, um, is that Bill Maher has previously, in, in previous years, you know, talked about how or parodied social networks for not being useful like why would I connect with my you know someone I knew from high school like who I don't never got along with why would I connect with them but you know so he's not always right he's not always prescient in other words Bill Maher so those are some other those are sort of like uh, other points of view um Let's see, one more thing. So uh, also Scott Galloway, who I've mentioned several times in this podcast, he's a professor of marketing at NYU and, you know, is very, he's very prolific in, the, in, uh, in media. Um, uh, he, he did bring, on his Twitter feed, he did bring up the fact that Tesla's first quarter 2020, excuse me, 2021 earnings were uh, $438 million. Of that 438 million uh, U.S. dollars, 101 U.S. Do million U.S. dollars, or 23% of those earnings, came from selling Bitcoin for profit. Right? It would have been an earnings miss against the Wall Street estimates otherwise. So, I mean, take that as you will. It's just another interesting data point for you to think about about <laughs> about Bitcoin. So, who knows what's really going on? Um, I mean, you could you could say that's just coincidence. You could say that. Um, you know, I mean, the one way, <laughs> one more cynical way to take this information, all this information is to say that maybe Elon Musk is, you know, trading Bitcoin for, to manage uh, Tesla's profits. And uh, he's going on Twitter to move markets. But again, I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Uh, There's just speculation. But that's, you know, that's one way to think about it. I mean, if you're a bull or a bear on Bitcoin, it's really up to you. People have, teams have very strong opinions about this subject. All right. So that's it for today. Uh, I will get, uh, I I will get a new podcast out hopefully next week. Again, things are very turbulent right now because I'm working on building a board of advisors for Business Samurai and uh, hopefully pitching as soon as possible. Um, so if you like this podcast, uh, please do subscribe. You can also, you know, all the links are in the, are in the description. There's also Patreon if you want to give me some money um, over the near term. Um, you know, um, you keep following me. If you like what I'm doing, I'm combining uh, business business with pop culture in several ways. One of them is a podcast. The other is a web comic. Uh, if you like my art, because I also draw. Um, yeah, and you like my IP, you stick around. I might do NFTs in the future. Um, the current episode of Business Samurai, uh, the web comic I just published right now, like it's about again, we're, we're still we're, we're winding down this current story arc about marketing cold brew. Uh, clearly, like. Uh, the story, sort of the the team decides on one thing with which cold brew to sell, but uh, Li Shui sort of puts things together and realizes maybe it's not the good idea, even though though they're under time pressure. Maybe they have to change things. That sort of that sort of thing does come up in business where you have to change things last minute. So like Li Shui is kind of like shit. 
as you can see in the, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the little um, illustration I have here of her kind of sweating and realizing she made a, she made a mistake. Um, so yeah, again, uh, I think the, mo the, the most important thing you can do for me right now is to read the webcomic. So it's on, it's on two platforms, uh, Line Webtoon and Tapas. You can choose either or you want. You can read it. If you like it, uh, please do subscribe directly on the platform because uh, those numbers, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's uh, all those optics, as I say, look really good. You know, it always helps me with, a, it'll, it always helps me when talking to potential uh, investors or people helping me out with Business Samurai. Uh, so yeah, please do read and subscribe directly to the webcomic on the plat on the platform, either Line Webtoon or Tapas, and please share the, this podcast and um, and uh, webcomic with uh, your friends. So uh, that's it for me. Uh, thank you very much for sticking around, and I apologize for not being able to uh, uh, publish a podcast last week. Uh, again, I'll do my best to do it uh, next week, but things are quite a uh, um, you know, I'm in the U.S. for a couple of weeks. Um, things are going to be quite uh, turbulent uh, right now, but I will do my best. Um, so, yeah. Uh, again, uh, see you next time. And again, thank you all for your support. And uh, take care and uh, stay safe.